Hey guys, it's Leah B from Prestige Veteran Medical Consulting. I'm a U.S. Army veteran, former CMP examiner, and physician assistant. Today, I wanted to come on and discuss Meniere's disease and how it relates to VA disability. Many service members and veterans suffer from this medical condition that causes them to have vertiginous episodes or feel dizzy or, um, you know, like I said, have vertigo and feel disoriented. And it can last anywhere from, you know, 20 minutes to 24 hours, be intermittent throughout the day. Um, and it's generally related to uh, an inner, it's an inner ear disorder that is related to kind of like a fluid buildup and it, it affects the hearing and balance center. And it, and that fluid buildup is really in the labyrinth or the inner ear, um, a component of the inner ear. Okay. There's a lot of different causes of vertigo. So don't um, just assume that because you're having dizziness that it's related to Meniere syndrome, because it could be related to BPV, BPPV um, or a number of other conditions, right? Meniere's is one of the more common disorders, but you always want to follow up with your um, healthcare provider, your ENT doctor, audiologist, or whomever you see for, for that if you're experiencing any of those symptoms. So what are some of those symptoms that you can be experiencing? Again, vertigo or a feeling of dizziness um, or losing your balance. Some You can have some hearing loss if um, you're it's suffering from this dis disorder. Sweating, tinnitus, nausea, uh, and other types of symptoms. So how can veterans be, how can this be related to a veteran's service? So you can have it related to your service on a primary or secondary basis, right? So from a primary basis, we're talking about direct service connection. So if you started experiencing um, these symptoms while on active duty, if you were diagnosed with Meniere's syndrome or Meniere's disease while you were on active duty and you're still suffering from those symptoms, you can be service connected for that, right? So if you didn't even know that you could be service connected and you're like, oh, hey, I had I suffered from this and was treated for this on active duty and I've been suffering from it ever since, you might want to go and file a claim for that with your VSO or your credit claims agent or whoever or your attorney or whatever. Um, it might be something you guys should look at, right, if you're still suffering from that condition. So it can be related um, related to acoustic noise exposure. So that's one of the big ones that we look at. So I was going to read off one of the articles I use to you guys, or, or I use for some of the guys that I help with this, some of the guys and gals, so that you may um, go look this up and take it to your treating healthcare provider and show it to them and see if they may support you with a medical opinion. Even a, a few sentences can be help from, helpful from your treating doctor, okay? Um so one of the studies is a case of post-traumatic Meniere's disease published in 2014 in the Korean Journal of Audiology. And it reports that post-traumatic Meniere's disease is Meniere's syndrome that develops after acoustic or physical trauma. The histopathologic characteristics of post-traumatic Meniere's, Meniere's disease are identical to those of idiopathic Meniere's disease. The cause of traumatic insult that lead to PTMD include blows to the head, temporal bone fractures, previous ear operations such as stapoidectomy and acoustic trauma, gunshot blasts, IED blasts, you know, whatever noise traumas, you work them by the generators, whatever. Um, some of those same things we we look at for tinnitus on the on those, we've talked about this a million times, some of those things that we look at on the MOS noise exposure sheet. If you guys forget about that, email me, drop some comments below, and I can get you that MOS noise exposure sheet so you can see what... Um, where, where you're at on that, right? Um, 
So that's one of the really good articles that we use. I have a few others, but that's that's a good one to start off at. Um, you can have different. Some people believe that jet fuel exposure can lead, can can have some overlap, right? Um, Methylquin. There are there's a lot of research out there to support. Um, you know that doesn't mean it's going to happen in every case. There's just um, some. And, and many veterans that have and service members and people that suffer from this disorder have it transiently and it goes away and it doesn't last forever either. Right. Um, and so that's just in a nutshell, a primary service connection where you can see a lot of those, you know, you can see it as a result of, or a residual of TBI. You can have um, some vertiginous issues, right? So let's talk about some of those ratings, right? So I know you guys, um, ratings are sometimes um, things you guys like to talk about. I'm not an accredited claims agent or an attorney or a VSO. I always like to throw that out there, but I know you guys like to hear about ratings. So I'm going to go over them really quickly. So you can find these in the 38 Code of Federal Regulation. They're online. You can find them in the um, schedule of ratings for, year, for the year. Um, these are always subject to change, as I said. Um, but right now you can, you can be rated 160 or 30%. Um, so at the hundred percent rating, it's hearing impairment with attacks of vertigo and cerebellar gait occurring more than once weekly with or without tinnitus. 60% is hearing impairment with attacks of vertigo and cerebellar gait occurring more, um, from one to four times a month with or without tinnitus. 30% is hearing impairment with vertigo less than once a month with or without tinnitus. Um, and of course you can get, um, be rated, you can get, um, individual unemployability as well. If, if you're suffering from this disorder at a certain percentage and it's contributing to your employability. Okay. So I hope this was helpful for you guys. Um, again, if you need some information on that, um, acoustic noise exposure sheet, just drop some comments below or send me an email, um, reach out and I can get that to you. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, please subscribe to the channel and I'll see you guys next week. Thanks a lot.